0: Everybody, Chuck and Stacy here with VO Buzz Weekly.
1: Happy you're here with us, we have the bilingual actor, coach, composer, and musician, Alfonso Lugo.
0: Let's get buzzed.
2: Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in
0: to VO Buzz Weekly. And now, prepare to get seriously buzzed with
2: your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J. Aswan.
1: Well, our guest is a force in the world of voiceover and in the world of music. He is an accomplished bilingual actor, singer, composer, producer, jingle maker, and all-around amazing guy and a dear friend. We are so excited to get buzzed with the fabulous Alfonso Lugo.
2: Oh, Alfonso thank Lugo. you guys. Welcome. Thank you so much thank for you having being me. Here. Thank How you so you, much buddy? for having me. Good to see you, man. This is just an the honor. The list of
1: talents is endless. Yeah. I need a scroll,
0: yeah, you know it's so funny because uh, it's so hard to <laughs>
1: capsulize people in these you know, but it's we want you to talk about you know your journey and everything, but um it's we met you a few years ago, and it's been so cool to get to know you better and to see how the world has shifted for you and and just the things you've gone after and accomplished and yeah super proud of you. Yeah.
0: And one of the Thank cool you, things yes. about you man that I have to say, you're not we're not going to let him talk that yeah. much because we're just going to talk about how. It's great. It's a roast. He is. <laughs> this is a roast, <laughs> but a good one. No. A but, toast. You know, one of the yeah, a toast. I love that. One of the greatest things um, about you that I've seen, you know, in uh, the last, you know, year or so that we've gotten to know you is yeah, Alfonso has a, a recording studio here where I have my studio and Stacy and I have this VO Buzz Weekly and stuff, and so we've gotten to know each other pretty, pretty yes. good. Yes. And man, <laughs> one of the cool things is that I love it when people make a plan to have success and that's exactly what you have been doing. I've been watching you very, very closely, and I'm like, everything that you have have in your life, you can't really say, oh, I got really lucky because I was over there. You planned for it, you know what I mean? You're like, I have to be there because of that, then I gotta go over there because of that. So congrats to you, man. Thank you so much. And now we
2: should let
1: Alfonso talk. Thank you so much. Now we're gonna (laughs) let you
2: talk. And actually, you're mentioning this, and that's the foundation of my coaching. You know, to have a strategy. <laughs> Actually, I was in um, well several uh, conferences and conventions yeah. in the voiceover world, and um, and the last one I did it was back to basics. Back to basics. Exactly, and I have this. Um, it's it's not mine because I started from different places, different different stuff, but I just adjusted for for the voiceover world, for, mm-hmm. for my my world, you know? It's called the KSE. Probably you heard about this. It, it's, you K-S-E. can find it, the KSE. It's You find it in books, you find it in, in online, you know what I'm saying? Like some new guys are just using it as well. Mm-hmm. But it's super simple. It's called knowledge, strategy, and execution. So, you, and you develop the whole thing in order to get somewhere. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what I did.
0: Yep. That's cool. Well, you guys <laughs> yeah. are going to learn today a little bit about mm. knowledge,
2: knowledge, strategy, and execution. K S <laughs> E, baby. The K S E. K S E. So okay.
0: freaking cool, man. Um, so I'm gonna we're gonna jump right in here and yeah. just uh, ask you some questions. Are you ready?
2: I am ready. <laughs> More than ready. So
0: I want first of all, tell us a little bit. Um, give us some of the highlights of how you got to L.A. Because you didn't just. You weren't born here, you actually got in here, so what happened and what got you here?
2: Yes, well, actually I was uh, dreaming about coming to L.A. since I was, since I was a, like a young guy, you know what I'm saying? Because Well, you're still a young
0: guy,
1: young so give me a baby. <laughs> Younger guy, a little tiny baby, a <laughs> little tiny baby.
2: Since so I was like, like this, this like no, no I, I knew this. I knew yeah. this since forever, I don't know why. I just, uh, I'm, I, I was in love, I'm in love, uh, uh, like L.A., is like the ultimate uh, goal in every music producer life. Yeah. You know? And I'm both, I'm a music producer and voiceover talent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it happens that LA is the most important Latino production side in the United States.
1: Hello. You
2: know, like, yeah. of course New York, of yes. course Chicago, of course right. Miami, of course Texas, but LA is the most important one, if you know what I mean. So, how can I? right you know what i'm saying yep. like think thinking coming was pretty obvious for yep. me Absolutely. it was super super obvious for yeah. me and and, um, and
0: so and so so you from mexico though you moved to texas, texas. right
2: yeah i, I was living in mexico reasons. city Yeah, i was living in mexico city but i lived in 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 the united states before when i was 22 years right. old and i i could feel this and I knew that I wanted to live here. You know, it was like not not here. I, I was living in Illinois. Yeah, I was doing some um, training programs. I, I got certification in Pro Tools and back Beautiful. at the. you know, like I was 22 yeah. and um, and I knew that I was I was. Um, dreaming about coming to, to the States at some point, but it happened that when I moved to Mexico City, because I was born in Morelia, in a small city. Yeah. A small city, two million people, small city.
1: <laughs> small city. <laughs> but it's considered compared small for Mexico, you know what I'm saying?
2: Sad. And compared to LA too. Mm-hmm. But I was living there, and, and when I moved to Mexico City, I, I developed my career there, and I gotta say, that Mexico City is a good spot to develop your voiceover career, because mm-hmm. it's a big city, chaotic as New York, as LA, mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. more, more mm-hmm. hectic than, than yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: and, but a lot of opportunities.
2: With a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And it's, um, it's big for Latin America. It's very big. And it happens that the Mexican accent is the closest accent to the neutral. It's not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to say that. But it's the closest. Right. And, uh, and so it's super important for dubbing, super important for international campaigns. Even in Mexico, you can find productions that, that they go to Brazil in Portuguese. I, I speak Portuguese as well because I lived in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. And even with my strong, strong accent in English, I was, I was recording some, some things. Um, because sometimes you don't need to be perfect but you need to communicate. Mm-hmm. So Mexico City gives you the opportunity, the opportunity to get into campaigns um, or like big um, projects or whatever. Actually, I, I won a um, Cannes Award with one of the campaigns I voiced in Spanish and English, Beautiful. and I did the music for mm-hmm. it. Was nice. a bronze, a bronze Trisecta. lion. Yeah. So, and because I was in Mexico City, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's a big city. It's amazing. It's good for. Um, uh, a lot of sharks, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. and then you develop that So you're, you business. really have
1: to be savvy, not only as a talent, but as a business person. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And I gotta say that I was a partner in this company, we used to have uh, four recording studios there, and all of them were, were producing music for, for TV commercials, and we were doing voiceover all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking about yesterday uh, about, uh, about this to, to include this in this interview, that one of the things I consider helped me a lot in my voiceover career, it was, it was that I had the opportunity to be in the studio, not only as a voiceover for mm-hmm. only the, the session, but as an engineer, as a partner you know, like I was, I was uh, hosting all the sessions yeah. with all the creatives from agencies, right, right. the clients, the final clients, the producers, directors. So if you are there before the voiceover talent comes, and you stay there after mm-hmm. the voiceover yeah, talent you goes, you get all
1: the good stuff. You
2: get all the details. <laughs> yeah, how That's they cool. how they talk about the session went and what's missing you know what's good what's not yeah. and of mm-hmm. course i was i was uh, like you know handling all these sessions uh, with the best talents in the mm-hmm. in the in the industry so i learned from everyone
1: were there any common overlying themes when you had those pre and post session conversations you were involved in that just were always kind of present <sighs> <sighs>
2: we always forget that our clients they have a goal in their companies they need to reach a number of sales so we get so passionate about stuff sometimes that we forget that they have a number and uh, a, like you know what i'm saying like uh, some pressure mm mm-hmm. And they have to accomplish something. Yeah. Right. So we have to be facilitators, if, if that's a word, help me out with facilitators. My facilitators mm-hmm. to accomplish those those uh, goals. those goals. So yeah. if if you're dealing with a session that the creative wants to win an award, international award, but the client wants to do sales, there's a competition there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So and of course the voiceover talent is He's there. In the <laughs> It's in the middle. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, so at the end of the day, okay, I have to, you know, like, make, make this guy happen. happy yes, and this, make yes. the other guy happy too, but we need to just get somewhere because otherwise they're not going to call me again. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. We have to think about your business as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, a lot of times... The rush of the city, like the rush of the campaigns, uh, you were missing like very, very um, important points, and that's what's happened. That that's uh, what happens when when the voiceover goes. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. here in America, um, it's more it's well structured. All the sessions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in Mexico, they don't have they don't have one like time frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that session could be fifteen minutes. And you can go home, or it could be like four hours. Wow! You know what I'm saying? Like, you just and of stay
1: course, till everyone's happy. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And in a big city like Mexico City, sometimes the, the, the head of the department is not in the session. You know, it's probably they, the some some other guy, and mm-hmm. you have to send the audios. Mm-hmm. You have to wait. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's, you have to learn the game. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised when I moved to the states that um, it was a lot easier. It was, it was a lot easier, <laughs> and I was so happy.
1: Well, so okay, so you have this incredible career going in Mexico yeah. City. You're composing, you're acting, you're producing, but you say no, no, no. I must leave and come to America. <laughs> was that how yes. it went down? Yes. Did you no, do that no. with your finger? No. No. Uh, yes. But I mean, why? What made you say, I'm going to go and start over,
2: basically? Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big question. Um, I dream big. Mm-hmm. I dream big. And yeah. um, in the voiceover world, I think in Mexico City, I, I, uh, I reached my ceiling. And, yeah. of course, I could do more. And, but being the voice of the, one of the most important banks in Mexico for six years and, uh, can, can we say brands? Of yeah, course. of course. Okay, you know, of course. <laughs> Okay, like like at some point I was I was recording a lot of brands there, and um, and if you were watching TV, five or six commercials uh, were rotating in important yeah. events. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I said, okay, this is cool. You know, what are some
0: of the brands that you voiced.
2: Uh, I'm the voice. I'm still the voice of uh, Mercedes-Benz, okay. uh, Yellow Pages, um, Burger King. Uh, it's so funny, because in Mexico I'm the voice of Burger King, and here I voiced some other <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> competition, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't matter. No.
1: like your fast it's food, yeah. do you? Yeah, yeah. You uh, yeah, yeah. a lot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. at the end of the day, um, there are different markets. But, um, and, uh, well, I voiced a lot of, like, Bacardi, I voiced, uh, uh, like, Nestle, like, yeah, all, all the... All kinds of
1: big, uh, giant right, stuff. Right.
2: Lays. So, so you, you
1: kind of felt like you had hit... Your peak there. Yeah, so where did you go after that?
2: But but, in the music production side, I wasn't connecting connecting Ooh. with uh, because I consider myself an international uh, music producer. You know what I'm saying? I lived in Brazil for a year. I learned bossa nova there, and I don't know. I was in Europe backpacking for a long period, and I was living here in the states as well. And I always like heard like artists like uk artists american artists and uh i don't know i have this this world vision yeah Mm -hmm. and i never connected Mm -hmm. with with uh with the mexican pop art yeah Mm -hmm. so i was feeling that um that i needed to to fulfill that part of my of my life you Mm -hmm. know yeah and uh i don't know i just i just uh had a feeling that coming to the states it was the next step uh
0: but me. you
1: came to Texas first, so yes. was that part of your KSE?
2: That's part of my KSE. Mm-hmm. So
0: what's what? Ha- why Texas? What happens in Texas? What, what happened, happened in, in Texas? KSE. Yeah, uh, why would we
2: want to go to Texas? A good a good friend of mine. We
0: love Texas. Don't get me wrong. We do. No,
2: we do. We do. I I love Texas. Uh, I was living in Dallas, by the way. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. A good friend of mine that I met in Voiceover Atlanta, uh, it was, it was living in is living in Texas still, and he said to me. Because I was doing my research, I came to Miami for a month to see how. Because I was pursuing both, mm-hmm. like voiceover and music production, yeah. and Miami is well known right. about the Latin music production, right. you know. And even though I'm not only producing Latin artists, it's part of my my sure. my production. So uh, I went to Miami, and then I went to Voiceover Atlanta, and then I found out that in Texas you can find seven of the most important agencies. For the Hispanic market here in the states, and uh, now that's
0: probably information mm-hmm. that a lot of people wanted yeah. to break into the Spanish market probably don't even know. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if you
2: guys caught that. Yeah, seven so, of the
0: biggest agencies for the Spanish market are located in the U.S. Yeah, or in, in Texas. Texas. In Texas, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I would say I, I I don't know maybe I, I would be uh, maybe I, I'm wrong but I, I would say that
1: you're never
2: wrong. Okay. <laughs> I'm never wrong. <laughs> I'm always wrong. No, uh, I would say that probably Texas is the third most important uh, spot for for the Hispanic here in mm-hmm. in, in um, or Mexican. I would say Mexican too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yep. because there's a difference between yeah, the Hispanic actually, yeah. and Mexican market. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of the campaigns for the Mexicans living in the States are made in Texas. Okay, good. And I was coming from this Mm -hmm. Mexican world, so it was... How long were you in Texas? For one year. Only one year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was planned.
0: That was planned. And then what, what made you come to here?
2: Uh, that's when we met, and exactly that's yeah. when your life changed. Exactly. The well,
1: we came. met in Atlanta, yeah. but by then you had already lived here.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We met briefly yeah, right. in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember that. And um, but but um, when I was living in Texas, I was coming once a month for a week here to start my networking here. You know, mm-hmm. like, lay down some find mm-hmm. for Fine an course. agent yeah. and um, to feel, to be familiarized with all the all the areas and um, and to feel the city. You know. Yeah and uh, it, it like it, it worked mm-hmm. at the end of the day i moved and i reinvented myself twice it was good for me going to to texas because okay the level of um, of stress that i was living in mexico city was only, always in 90% i only had like 10% g- gap of you know like mm-hmm. that's why <laughs> i started scuba yeah. diving yeah. okay yeah. but uh,
1: <laughs> some peace
2: and yeah. i needed some air
0: yeah
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So my level of stress in Texas was 30%. Wow. But I needed more. Oh, yeah. yeah, you need a little bit more stress. <laughs> so Something between
1: 30 here. and 90. So where are you here. now in L.A.? Where you are, yeah. 86? I'm in
2: my, in my fantastic 70. 70! <laughs> nice! Right?
0: <laughs> nice. Oh,
2: that's
1: yes. great, It's man. the one good area of life that if you fall short of 100%, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you, man. For the people out there... Um, uh, for self-direction, because obviously you audition a lot, and I, I see the checks to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso's always getting checks from his agency. I'm like, right oh, here's more money for Alfonso. <laughs> so obviously you're booking, and you book a lot. Your booking ratio is really good, man. So Thank from you. an auditioning perspective, how do you look at something when it comes in? Do you really, really go crazy with the specs? Uh, wh- what, do, what do you think is it about your auditions that make them strong enough for you to book?
2: I think uh, it's a combination of things. I uh, mentioned that I was in those sessions, so I understand more the clients. Okay, good. And actually, for a small period of time in my life, I was creative director in this advertising agency. So, and I studied adver- I, I, I advertising in Brazil as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm commercial voiceover. I, right. don't, I don't cross, like, because I'm a music producer and I want to invest my, my time doing music. Right. either for TV commercials right. and artists and right. movies and you know but that's why I don't want to cro- go to dubbing I don't want to go to character animation like I just I'm just focused in commercial yeah. but mm-hmm. I think my, my expertise is in commercials because of that because I feel um the uh the final emotions of the of the I, I call it breaking the script and I have a lot of mentors and I can just mention them and stuff but at the end of the day the goal is clear you have to close your eyes and feel where the campaign is going to go you know and and we we work with emotions mm-hmm. so what i do is connecting the final goal the final destination of the product or the campaign i'm recording with that so i do the connection and right. and i think that i'm booking a lot because of that because at the end of the day i understand about sales as well exactly mm-hmm. You know yeah. and and uh, and so I, and sometimes I, I I challenge myself and I encourage myself to give a, a take one or two takes not very close to the specs Be, I, I break the rules sometimes yeah, mm-hmm. you know because because if I don't feel it, I, I send the homework, you know what I'm saying like they, they the specs are there and of course you have to give them yeah. what they're looking for. but the last takes, sometimes i don't because i don't feel it i mm-hmm. feel something different and i think it's in another direction and that happened to me in advert in, in music production uh, uh, as well so it's working somehow not all the time yeah but but sometimes i break the rules yeah mm-hmm. and and that gives the producers another perspective
0: absolutely and also and helps sincere. you stand
1: out it's sincere
0: yeah because not everybody's breaking that rule <laughs> So your, your reads sound a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's cool. So you're thinking of the whole picture rather than just thinking of like, oh, here's a commercial and this mm-hmm. is what they want. So I'm going to give them that. Here you go. See you later. Bye. You're thinking of like, no, no, no. This is a commercial for this. And you're visualizing the visuals for this spot. Who's going to buy it? Where the, where the spots going to air? What kind mm-hmm. of people are going to watch it? How can you connect with that product, that service and those people and then going with that feel. Totally. On your read. Yeah. Totally. So and are that you, makes I a difference. I love that. Yeah. That yeah. is the way you're really supposed to do it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean... Exactly. You may express a different emotion, but the authenticity is... They can feel that.
2: You mentioned the key word, authenticity. Yeah. Uh, guys, you know this. We're in a voiceover world. We work with emotions. If you don't feel it, you don't... You don't They're not going to feel you it. You cannot... You cannot transmit that you right. know i right. are saying like Absolutely. like so at the end of the day it's it's about emotions it's about incorporating those things into your inner core you know and and you have to just do it through your voice and be
0: real at the same and time and be real stay, stay relatable and, and true and be
2: real yeah. but let me tell you something i ha- let me talk about my weaknesses as well you're what? I'm the witnesses? i the announcer.
0: Weaknesses. What's a witnesses? <laughs>
1: weaknesses. A
2: weaknesses. weaknesses. I'm sorry. I'm like, witnesses? What we can't are we talk understand? about the witnesses. The, your, your attorney uh, said you can't talk about I'm just the witnesses. with you. Go. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I, I, I don't book a lot of, um, of the acting. Uh-huh. I book more the announcer. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to book, too. Yeah. You know, because I want to be called again and again. I want to be the voice of the brand. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm not booking those acting because I'm not an actor. Yeah, voice voice actor. Yes, but I'm not, I'm not an actor that, that could play whatever. Well, you, know you what I'm probably saying? Like, could.
0: You're just not focused on that. Because you're one of those guys that's like good at everything you put your mind to.
2: But,
0: you are, but you're not. I get it.
2: But, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. and, and, and probably it's 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 very clear in my mind, and uh, my agents are telling me that go to acting classes. And I get it. I get it, but I don't want to be the guy next door all the time. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to be the announcer, you know, for my strategy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have it very clear. Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm. I have to say that in the Spanish market, man, there are a lot of announcers. Yes. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. voice, that right? Right. Is is very popular.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So at the end of the day, that's that's my goal, and and yeah. I have to be the announcer very close to people very close to the campaign the emotion yeah so that's i, I think there's some talents out there amazing talents that they do everything yeah. and they're very successful in everything mm-hmm. don't get me wrong from my perspective I just want to be very sharp in one two or three, three Things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my perspective. That's yeah, right. my vision. That's my strategy for my right. career. Yeah. yeah. So. And,
0: yeah. And let me ask you this real quick, man. Like, in the because obviously you know we have the the, the you know American market, Spanish market. There are some bilingual uh, voiceover actors. They voice Spanish mm-hmm. commercials and other things, and also English. Right, but there's a really big difference. They'd almost lo- they almost—they don't completely cross over. Like you can't do the same thing that you do in English in mm-hmm. Spanish and vice versa, or they just sound kind of weird. So for the Spanish people out there, because I know that you're a master of this stuff, like what seems to be like the hot button, like what's in in the Spanish market, the the, the hot read, the sound.
2: Oh God, that they seem to that's be looking hard, for. That's a hard question. Um...
0: Like, for example, in English, we know that they're looking for that very real, relatable, down to earth, very non announcer uh, type of, uh, of, of delivery. That's what they're looking for in English.
2: Let me ask you something real quick. See, is this something recent or it has like, like, you passed like.
0: This has been going on for quite a it's while now. How long? How long? Oh, gosh. I would say the last few years. is Few been, years.
2: Yeah. Okay. I heard that. Yeah. Seven years ago in Mexico. Really? Yes, mm-hmm. and that's exactly why I booked this because they had this very deep voice for this bank in Mexico. Right. You know, like very well. I I can give names, but I don't want. And sometimes <laughs> and sometimes because I was in the studio, yeah. I was helping the creatives to just give another another perspective of the campaigns. Yeah. And because I was more more approachable, more close. Like you're saying, yeah. seven years ago I booked a lot of things, and I I became the voice of this important bank because of that. Right. Because, uh, so, we say, locutor que no suene locutor.
0: So, announcer that doesn't sound like an announcer. announcer. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they really need a voiceover talent in the booth, Mm -hmm. you know, because I had a lot of um, (laughs) um, times that the clients, they said that, but they really want it. Yeah. An announcer. Mm -hmm. Right,
0: right, right. Mm -hmm. So you have
2: to be a psychologist as well. (laughs) You have to understand. You have to read people. You have to read uh, faces. You have to read Director, Musician, Psychologist. Never forget Never Forget the goal of the campaign. Yeah. Never forget that you're doing sales, that you are promoting, and you're showing other a product. Yeah. A message for whatever you know retro whatever whatever yeah. the brand is mm-hmm. never forget about that but you have to read everything in the on the yeah on the, room, <laughs> in the roof
0: yeah. I yeah. love that though we're gonna <laughs> leave you with that locutor, <laughs> que no no suena
2: locutor. Como locutor
0: well that's all we got for part one with Alfonso Lugo don't miss part two because it is full of insanely cool information
1: it is and don't forget to leave us your comments below we love you guys. Thanks for watching. And just remember, you, you always, always have, time have time for a little buzz.
0: Come on, come on, come on and get
2: buzz Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com, on their YouTube channel, or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's
1: Demo that Rock. rock.
2: The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit demosatlock.com
1: and take your voiceover career to the next level.
2: See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.